Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. We are going to be on episode number 21, and I'm going to be sitting down with Pwn Star Gaming. And this uh, conversation, it's been uh, long overdue. And Pwn Star, I, I would say, at least for my all my interactions with them, is definitely one of the most positive and outright just hustlers um, of content creation that I've seen. And the content he's pumping out for UO is just, it's top-notch stuff on YouTube. Um, so look up Star Gaming on YouTube, and you'll see his videos. Now, they are um, <clears throat> more Outlands-focused, so if you play Outlands, you'll, you've probably already heard of him. But if not, just, just check out the quality on these videos. They're, uh, I'm just telling you, I, I was, I've been blown away watching this guy's growth. And I think it's it's very interesting in this episode, we tackle kind of a topic that is not, you know, talked about a lot because, you know, not a lot of people do what, you know, I do, what he does is the content creation side. And we kind of, you know, go a little bit more in depth um, on that because I think it's it's very important for everyone to understand how much time goes into whether it's a eight minute, you know, video you see on YouTube, we're talking, you know, five to 10 hours in the back end, right? I mean, the, I want, hopefully, and I think people will have a, a newfound appreciation for kind of the content creation side of the house. Um, and of course, you know, we go into UO and kind of his backstory, which is definitely interesting. Um, but I hope you guys sincerely enjoy this one, because uh, it was literally, I felt like I was just talking to a friend talking about UO that that was it. It was just, it was very smooth and natural. I think y'all enjoy it. Uh, just a few housekeeping things. Reminder, I do stream on Twitch. I still stream Ultima online. Um, so you can catch me uh, on there. I'm on Twitter. I'll post all my links in the description and a sincere thank you for everyone who has uh, supported me on this ride. Um, going into you know, episode 21, I got to be honest with you, I really did not know if I would make it past episode one. And I'm glad I stuck with it. And I'm going to continue to push forward in uh, 2021. And, uh, you know, it's got to get better, right? <laughs> um, but I hope you guys sincerely enjoy, you know, listen to, listening to this as much as I enjoy producing it. Um, so we'll catch you guys next time. And uh, sincerely thank you again. All right, guys, I am here with the illustrious Pwn Star Gaming, and I am super excited for this conversation. First of all, thank you, Pwn Star, for, uh, you know, coming on here. Have me on, man. I'm excited. Yeah, no worries. Um, so I want you, and this is kind of a, a first thing usually I always do. I need to know the story. How did you get your name, Pwn Star Gaming? Like, where did that come from? It was... Uh... I think it was jinx.com it was actually like a t-shirt that uh i had got and it just i mean i wore it and it just kind of stuck with there uh, okay friends started calling me pwn star in real life at uh, outback we were playing video games and it just kind of <laughs> went along with it yeah because it, it reminds me of like alpine star because of the star part you know kind of like one of those brands which i'm, I'm a fan of too um but okay i like it um what of uh Homestar Runner, you know, Homestar Runner, oh. the little cart. Yeah. Wasn't that like Flash or something back in the day? 
I think so. Yeah, this was like, you know, with uh, collegehumor.com type, you know, days with the the internet, all those uh, funny little videos. Yeah, like kinda E-bombs had... world, right? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yep. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we're dating ourselves already, so that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on these, right? Yeah. So, okay. So give me a rundown of, you know, kind of your history of, you know, I'm going to say your UO specific history, not just your whole gaming, but how did it come, you know, that you found UO or how did this all come about? I mean, honestly, man, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I, uh, my father actually has been playing games with me forever. Um, I mean, he, he actually ran a BBS, you know, I'm sure you're you're familiar with BBSs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, playing games with him my whole life. And then I was real into Diablo with my friend Brady and he started playing, uh, Ultima obviously. Yeah. And I just remember him walking around and then some guy, or he, he ended up getting stuck by a house uh-huh. and some guy comes outside and, and, and just kills him. And I guess back then you could just res instantly with stat loss and, and he, he just kept doing that over and over and uh, <laughs> you know, just that old good time. And they became friends, but ultimately uh, my friend got Ultima. And we started playing with them. It was a old, old computer that barely ran Ultima. I know that's hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he did. And then, you know, we were just plugging around and uh, yeah, my dad got me into it. So set the stage, you know, and we're talking about computers, right? I mean, explain your connection to like, are we on dial up? What are we on back then? Oh yeah, definitely dial up. I think, I mean, it when they're like 56 K or something. And then there was like something before that. I don't know, but yeah, there was like 24, four, 28, eight. And then like, if you were a high roller, you had the 56 K modems because those were pretty pricey back in the day. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we had bottom of the barrel, dude. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, <laughs> sure. Said it was, uh, I mean, the character's name, me and him kind of shared a character for a little bit and its name was Ninja. And I mean, people called us Ninja Turtle, right? <laughs> yeah. We were so slow. We knew that it, if we got attacked, we were dead. Cause right. it was- well, and I think that is, you know, and I think for everyone listening, I think they understand, but you know, part of the magic for some of the people that have not played, you know, back when connections were just, you know, complete trash was the magic of this game was so good that it didn't even matter how slow you were or anything like that. Do you kind of remember those instances that happened? I mean, I mean, the connection was bad and we didn't care. I mean, we were (laughs) in Vesper just you know, rooting each other on killing an ogre for, you know, 200 gold and (laughs) an old magic katana. And it was just like, I mean, I wouldn't trade those times for anything. Um, I think I've said it in a video before, but we, we would get off the bus stop. He lived a block away from me. So we would just get the same bus and, uh, we'd put our jackets or our shirts over our heads and we'd start making little headless one noises and we'd run over to (laughs) his house where the computer was obviously, and just, you know, trade hour for hour playing that on the terrible connection. Right. And we didn't care though, man. I mean, dude, I had like, we had business plans for like vendors that we were going to uh, make to, to get a house. You wow. Know, that was, and so 
it was just, you know, like you said, man, magical times. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, uh, and especially in today's age, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're 20 years, you know, past, you know, UO releasing, but, you know, it's so hard not to chase this UO dragon because, you know, in today's hypersensitive world of, you know, I need 144 frames or I need, you know, the best this and that, it's still, if you just play UO for what it is, it, it's just... It's it's very timeless, and I know perhaps we're very biased in this, you know, <laughs> observation, but it just it feels that way to me. Very timeless. I agree, man. I mean, I I, I get a brand new computer, you know, spend two thousand dollars on it, and <laughs> yeah. the first thing I download is Ultima. You know, what right? I mean? Like, yeah, it's it, it. You just can't beat this game, and and like you said, man, maybe some bias and you know chasing the dragon nostalgia you know what i mean like but it, it, it you just can't find it man and yeah. it's just beautiful thing you know <laughs> oh yeah now what um do you remember what sh- like what you know shard you picked back then yeah atlantic 100 percent. okay now and i always ask people this because it's usually funny you know did you were you in the atlantic region or why did you pick that uh, it was the one my dad was on. And, oh, okay. You know, it established everything over there. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we played a little bit on test, but right. you know, I think everybody did, right? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's. Re- I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, it, it, I haven't really talked about my test center days with anyone um, because it's really never been brought up. But I would, I would dare to say I enjoy test center just as much as like the regular, you know, shards like just because of the pvp the non-stop action it, it was test center was like the ultimate zerg experience for uo with like a million people <laughs> I, dude i was not good at pvp yeah. um i i did man i would jump on there and just have a heyday and play till i died and then there right. you go <laughs> Wait well the there's future. you know it was great because yeah you could just okay i'm gonna get a Vank, you know, Warhammer, and then I'm just going to swing it till I die, right? Like, and there's, if I die, whatever, who cares? You know, nothing lost. Um, but okay, so you're so you're on Atlantic. Now, what character did you kind of gravitate towards? Like, you know, are you a swordsman? Are you a miner? What, what kind of were you into? What were you into? So, I mean, it, it's funny because I, I say I wasn't ever really good at PvP, and <laughs> yeah. I definitely wasn't. However, I... I wanted to be, and I, and I thought I was, you know, like I could load the explosion e-bolt and just spam e-bolts nonstop. And I just thought I was the, the, you know, the coolest PVP or run around with my, my short pants and no shirt and like a little Afro and just, I'm, I'm a (laughs) PVP you know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, so, I mean, it was a, it was a tank mage as they would call it back then. And, uh, I mean, that, that was my main character when I started kind of, catching on once I got my own computer at home with a decent connection and stuff like that. Right. No. Okay. So now as you become, you know, this, this tank mage, are you even conceptually thinking, Hey, I need to maybe have a farming character than a PVP or you were just, that was your one all in one. Uh, I mean, that was, that was my all in one as far as like just playing the game. Now I did have a minor. Um, we, we spent a lot of, of our early time mining over in Minic, you know, over in right. the little, you know, where everybody does and getting, getting PK'd a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, we'd, we'd just be so happy, you know, with however many ingots we got. And then you'd stand on the corner of Minick Bank and shout that you're selling ingots. And, you know, if I made yeah. 15K that night, I was ecstatic. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Um, uh, you know, and it's funny, I'm, I'm not a crafting person at all. And I remember um, bringing one of my friends uh, back when I played Outlands and, and he told me, he's like, yeah, man, I can't wait to pick up, you know, that pickaxe and uh, start, you know, mining, you know, and I kind of, I laughed, you know, via text and I'm like, wait, are you serious? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, I can't wait. And I'm like, wow. Uh, we liked it, man. I mean, it, was a, it was a, we saw a means to an end. I mean, like I said, we were, I mean, we were, had pen and paper and we would just sit there at school coming up with ways we were going to get enough money to buy a house. That was our, that was our goal. Right. And mining was a big part of it for sure. And, and, you know, what's even funnier is, I mean, you know, we've got all these assist programs and stuff now that make, you know, macros and, and hotkeys so easy now, but right, I mean, we didn't really understand that. So I'm, I'm literally double clicking the pickaxe or the shovel and clicking the ground to get each little piece of ore. Yeah. So, oh, I know. I, I think, you know, people forget, too, uh, even in, in current, you know, whether you're on a private chart, OSI, whatever, I mean, you can still, you know, be a blacksmith and you're just as relevant as 20 years ago because, I mean, th those things are needed in the economy, period. I mean, yep. uh, you know, and I think that's, you know, it, it goes back to the different, you know, play styles that, that were offered. That was, it was a very, and I think even, I would dare say, even today, it, it's a very, um, against the grain concept to say, do whatever you want. You know, I mean, there's no instruction manual. It's not like, you know, it's not like you're on rails where it's like, Hey, go kill 20 rabbits. Okay. Come back. Right. And you get a uh, reward. Just kind of fall into the world and start exploring and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. awesome, man. I, I love that really. And it, it's weird because you would think you would want that you know, go here and kill this and do this and, and save the king here and all that stuff. But it, I don't know, this just creates, you create your own story, we'll call it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's just a oh, great. Well, and it's funny because, you know, when back when I started the podcast, you know, I had a, a huge phobia of like content, like I was gonna run out of content, you know, and, and what I discovered was, you know, there are so many hundreds of hours of stories out there from people you know, that it, it, it's unbelievable to me that a game like this, like it never gets old. I love hearing about all the different avenues people played this game. It, it's really mind boggling because I don't know another game that has offered this. Would you kind of agree? Oh, yeah, 100%, man. Uh, I mean, without a doubt. I, I can sit there and I can, you know, think of games that I've gotten people into or played with them. And, you know, maybe it was their first game and they'll, They'll kind of be like, do you remember this? And it's like, yeah, you know, and it's it's not as, as cool as Ultima because these stories were more, uh, I don't know what the right term is, but like, I don't know. Uh, shoot, help me out here. I'm trying to think. No, I mean, going, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and now did you stay on Atlantic your whole time on OSI? No, um, I mean... I tried to play a little bit on Siege, but oh, I was wow. just too oh, wow. young and uh, not good at the game. You right. know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't really understand the game enough to, 
uh, be a competitive player like on Siege. I mean, Siege was, I mean, you know, man, that was like the hardcore. Oh, I never even touched Siege. Just the the thought and the description of Siege to me, I was like, nope, not interested. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I would love it today, you know? Like, yeah. I, I would kind of rule set today now that I have a general idea of how the game works. But you're right. Back then, man, it was like, nope, nope. Oh, yeah. It was like, forget it, man. I'm not I'm not messing with, you know, his extreme rule set and all this other junk. I mean, yeah, there's no way. So, OK. Yeah. So where did you move from Atlantic? Well, we played that up until um, EverQuest came out. You know, we, we left with the EverQuest crowd. OK. And mm-hmm. uh, piddled around there for quite some time, man. Um, and it, it's funny because a, a lot of our Ultima friends went with us. Well, you know, remember earlier when I was talking about the guy that my dad you know, walked up to the house and, and he killed him? Yeah. Well, they yeah. became very good friends um, and they had their group of people. Uh, one of my characters' name is Bon Bonds. And that character came from, they had a PK guild called ONZ. And every single player has their name on Ons Ubler. And the very first uh, letter would be uh, a different letter. And so Bon Bon's Boobler, you know, there was Yon Yon's Ubler, Zon's, you know, and they yeah, were just raid yeah. done. Well, we all went over to EverQuest and in EverQuest at level 20, you can have a last name and everybody in that group became Faisons. Um, And it was just this like family on the server. We were just kind of like, we were kind of known, you know what I mean, sure. uh, as the faces and, and stuff like that. Well, I mean, it's kind of funny because my father actually got pretty close with one of them. Uh, and she, I, they, they ended up, he went across the country, picked her up uh, and uh, brought her home. One day he, I got home from school. I was like 18 at this time. Wow. And he's like, Hey, uh, so I'm, I'm going to go up, uh, you know, up here and I'm going to, pick her and her kids up and they're going to come stay with us. They're going to live with us from now on. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, awesome. I had no idea, no idea. And then he just like, you know, put that on me and it it was cool. I mean, it it worked out. Now I have a a little sister as a product of them. And so they're still uh, together. No, no, no. Okay. Got it. (laughs) But I mean, they did have, you know, a daughter who's now my sister and sure. Every day I'm always like, you going to play Ultima with me? And she's like, no, now does your dad still play or how's that so it's funny he he watches my videos and he understands the game obviously but no he doesn't play i i sent him a text actually last night and i was like dad when are you gonna play ultimate with me again and he's like yeah we'll see we'll see i'm hoping he will because i mean you know it's ultimate (laughs) well i'm hoping when you know we're done with this he's gonna listen to a world-class podcast, and he's going to say, I have to jump back in. After hearing these tales, that, I mean, you're telling even right now, right? That that should light the fire, hopefully, because that would be really cool to see a father and son kind of rehash and, you know, get back into it. Yeah, his, his name was Thrax on Atlantic, and um, I saw a Thrax on, uh, on, in Outlands, and I messaged him and I was like, hey, man, you know, I had I, bought something from him. We met at Shelter and I messaged him. I said, hey, man, your your name is Thrax. That's funny. Uh, that was that was my dad's name. It's kind of a, an original name. Did you did you know him? And yeah, he was like, he's like, no, I, I, I 
have seen that name around somewhere. So maybe I saw him and I just liked it, you know, and right. I took a picture of it and I sent it to my dad. And so, I, yeah, I, that'd be awesome, man. Um, I, I've been playing games with my dad since, like I said, I mean, since I can remember, uh, you know, when he had a BBS way back before I even, you know, before the internet kind of thing. And Oh, yeah. It just, it'd be a great thing, especially right now, man. I, I think I'm having more fun in Ultima than I've ever had. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. And okay. So let's, you know, we can fast forward a little bit. So we're on Atlantic, you switch and you're in, you're in EverQuest now. How did you come back to UO after, you know, playing other games or whatever? My friend that, uh, you know, (laughs) that we would get off the bus stop and act like UO monsters. Yeah. He had, uh, found it was, it was actually hybrid. I think it, I think it was hybrid because, you know, they're, been here for right. 100 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um we we played on there for a little bit he was like let's play this and you know we we did and i think we did end up playing on retail around samurai empire or that one okay uh, it, was, it was just i mean you know man it's that game you always go back to yeah like i i'm always playing ultima in one way shape or fashion maybe i'm not like hardcore engaged in it but i'm i'm at least in a guild saying hi to people, keeping, you know, keeping updated with them yeah. and, uh, you know, logging in every now and then, but you know, more often than not, that's the game that I'm most active in. But yeah, I mean, we played on hybrid for a while and some of the other, don't they have like two other servers? Like, the well, Mind? they had, yeah, I think they broke off now. I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't really know, but yeah, back in the day, I believe it was UO gamers hybrid and then there was UO gamers demise, right. And demise, I think was the uh, like the the retail flavor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit more. Yeah, because it was like after it was AOS, rather. Perhaps maybe that's the best way to describe it. But yeah, I do. I never played Demise because I because personally, I stopped once. Pub, I think it was published sixteen was Age of Shadows, and when I tried Age of Shadows, it was like it turned the itemization into a Diablo type game that I just wasn't, I wasn't interested in. Yeah. I, I was, and I wasn't, um, I, I did enjoy the items and, uh, you know, finding items. And I mean, (laughs) it's funny. I make these videos that are helpful and and in the game nowadays, I'm very helpful. But back then, I mean, dude, we were, we were coming up with whatever scams we could. I mean, (laughs) and you know, we, there was this one trick that you would figure out how many items they had in their bag and, and, uh, you would trade them something. And it, the, back then the trade window was pure black. Right. Right. And so you would trade them a black bag with, you know, one gold piece split up based on how many items they had and they hopefully would accept it. Now, once they accept it, you'd say, Hey, can I see those gloves of the water Buffalo? That's not a real item. It's just yeah. what I'm saying. And then, uh, he, you know, say yeah and he put it up in trade and you'd cancel the trade and it would just immediately go to the ground and you'd pick it up and so that was kind of like a, <laughs> yeah. i mean it's terrible i know but it was you know that was it was ultima for us back then just uh you know well and i was shocked to hear when i you know when i i don't know if you've heard it but when i was talking to chopper a vast chopper he had thirty thousand accounts at the end of ass chopper's heyday of people that were doing exploits, bugs, you name it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I so I knew. I mean, I mean, I've listened to all all these your your podcasts, and I I knew of Ash Chopper the first time you mentioned it. I knew exactly of it. Um, I didn't subscribe, uh, but I I knew exactly of him. Yeah, and uh, you know, there you every once in a while you'd get you'd run into somebody that was, and they knew, and they'd tell you a few things, and um, yeah. I know. It, my point is though, it's just this game was just it was so insane how many people played and you almost feel bad for the devs because you better believe everyone was trying to dupe gold kill people get an edge over i mean it it's very hard to explain i guess yeah and i mean we came from like i said diablo and i mean i don't know if you played diablo one on BattleNet. i mean it was just there were there was dupes there were trainers and remember was those programs trainers yeah yeah. And I mean, people were just doing some crazy stuff. And so for us, you know, in our mind, I mean, cause keep in mind we were really young when we were playing Diablo. So, so like our mind is online gaming is just who can cheat the best. And right. I know that's not how it is, you know what I mean? But yeah. back then in our mind, that's, that's really what it was. And so we were just always trying to come up with the, the next thing to get us, get us rich in Ultima. Well, and, and man, I'll just tell you being a, you know, I'll say 14 year old to a maybe 21 year old punk kid <laughs> in between there. I'm scamming everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were listening to Eminem and Tom Green and just having <laughs> yeah. the best time ever. Man, you right. Know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Um, so, okay. Um, so, how, so we, we went to hybrid. Um, we played a little bit of retail. Um, what, so, what did you do before you, you discovered Outlands? Like, what was that gap in time? World of Warcraft, um, and then UO Forever. Um, okay. Played a lot of UO Forever, and I let's see, you had her on your show, uh, Sky and yeah. Trin. I was in Trin for a short stint, and uh, because my friend Brady was in there, and he got me in, and I will never forget, man. Uh, I it was like my first day, and I don't know if they were just role playing it or if they really thought I was a spy, but I mean, they, they had me on the docks and they were questioning me and it's like my first day in the guild and yeah. I'm really new to the server. My I'm on my character Tila and I, I was a thief character. I mean, I played thief characters all the time. Right. And you know, but they were just questioning me so much. It was, it was a, a lot of fun and they made me get on a boat and like build me on <laughs> like they were going to push me off and right you know it was a lot of fun um and then i ended up after you know hanging out with them doing some team maps and stuff for you know a few months i i took a break and i came back and i brady was in a guild uh eqms and i joined up and i was i didn't know it but i later found out when eqms it stands for earthquake earthquake meteor swarm yeah and that originated from your the server you play on hybrid because yes. they throw meteor swarms i was running with those guys and i had no idea that wow. i was i was in the meteor swarms when the you know and, and all that i had no idea until um i heard glut one day just talking about how they used to just throw meteor swarms at people so i want to i want to pay i'm gonna interrupt you for a second because i want to make sure everyone fully understands this because if you were not on hybrid in the heyday and if you've never had five people run up to you and cast meter swarm on you. <laughs> you may not understand rage in UO. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, it just, it just annihilates however many people <laughs> yeah. they just instantly die. It's, uh, it's, 
it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, for everyone listening to you, like EQMS, like, I mean, these guys have hundreds of people and these, and, and, you know, it's a full scale organization for, for sure. But I mean, just imagine waves of these people in UO casting that, just decimating people. And it didn't matter, man. If you were in a house, we got 10 earthquakes coming for you, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, I mean, on forever, it, it ended up being uh, e-bolts. We would e-bolt rail people and we, we, we were the noobs in purple. Uh, <laughs> I uh, ran around on a, a character with them uh, named pee in your butt. I'm sorry, but that's uh, <laughs> what the character's name was. And uh, it was fun, man. Oh, it was yeah. fun. There was crazy, crazy times. In that so world. speaking of like really bad names, I know I, I'll say this. The hardest part of UO for me is that character creation, the name. Like, yes. uh, and it's funny, um, you know, speaking of like ganks and roaming squads on, on hybrid recently, um, I won't say who the other people who are involved in this, um, but I, obviously I am, but um, we created a character. All of us have a character called Thing. Okay. It's for the capital T. It's just Thing. All of us. And we have the same you know, uniform on, we're the same template. And, you know, there's, there's, there's three of us and sometimes a fourth that comes and we'll just go out and just kill everyone that we can. And we are complete pests. And it's, it's like the most fun I've had in UO in quite a long time. Um, but yeah, the, going back to your, like, you know, what you said, like, I, I can't stand creating character names. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of rough, man. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. They're, they're not there anymore. At least I haven't seen them in a long time, but, you know, kind of playing off your, your thing, uh, th uh, thing, your thing thing is there was a group of people on Outlands and they were all Ninja Turtles. I mean, we had <laughs> Raphael yeah. and they, they had the matching uh, bandanas and they were just running around killing people and saying stuff like, you know, turtle time and cowabunga <laughs> wrecking people. They even ended up getting a master splinter and, man it, it was cool like I, I remember they they were stealth mages and they would wow. just sit there and all of a sudden you know you'd, you'd see Vassar flame corp War from you know all the turtles and sometimes master splinter and uh <laughs> it, it, you just had to laugh i mean yeah. you know like you yeah. like hell yeah and they there is they have a youtube i don't it, I, like i said i haven't seen them on outlands in a long time but it's it's hilarious when you when like what you're saying you get a group of people and you have like a uniform right matching names and you go with it and eqms we we were the noobs in purple i mean you had to be wearing purple yeah and uh yeah. it was yeah well and you know we kind of did it from a targeting standpoint it's it's very difficult to call targets when everyone's named the same they look exactly the same uh, yeah that's true yeah <laughs> um but yeah so okay so we're gonna we're gonna fast forward we're gonna bring um we're gonna bring ourselves to outlands when did you um, cause we're going to get into your YouTube stuff as well, but I want to set the stage here. When did you hear about Outlands? How did that come up? It was when I was playing forever. I remember ionized was, uh, he was coming over and saying, Hey, I'm going to be playing on Outlands. I mean, there's going to be so much PVP and you know, it's like, it's a new server and yeah. you know, yes, I was in a PVP and I had a red character and I'd, I'd play around, but I wasn't hundred percent like pvp oriented so i mean it didn't really you know i i was enjoying the champ spawns and getting the power scrolls and all right, that you know right. my tamer and, and stuff but 
anyways, he'd come over and, and say some of that. Well, one day, once again, Brady, I'm telling you, man, he's the one who always brings me. <laughs> he sends me a picture on his phone, a text message, and it's the Outlands, like, it's downloading. He's like, I'm going to give it a shot. And I was like, okay. And I went home and I downloaded it and logged in. And, uh, you know, I just kind of fell in love with it. And I reached out to uh, Cypher because yeah. I, yeah. I found out that he was over here. And I mean, him and Bino and uh, Dethrone and Eos. And I mean, the, the whole the whole gang that, uh, you know, I had been playing a lot with over on Forever. They were like, yeah, man, we're over here. We got this guild trash. And come join us. And yeah. at the same time. Another guild that I had been playing with on forever named City, they were actually on Outlands as well under Sin. Okay. And I had told them, like, you know, man, I, I wish that I, uh, you know, could join you guys, but I, I just reached out to them. I didn't know you guys were playing over here. And so I'm, I'm with them. And Cypher was nice, man. I mean, it was like day one and he hooked me up with a house. And, you know, uh, I mean, it was just there probably five, six, seven of us. And, discord every single day just right. hanging out right. dungeon crawling and you know what i mean just the yeah the fun new you know what i mean it was it was wonderful so what what is your favorite thing you know about outlands like what what's kept you there what do you like about it it's it's ultima but it's different um i really enjoy the weird templates i mean that's kind of my thing right now it's just yeah. weird templates. they're off the wall um uh, i mean i we we did one EOS sent me one where it's based off of the damage you do with your armor and it's just based off of the different damage you do to them. It causes flame strikes and it's just, it's crazy, man. I mean, there's a, a lot of difference to it. Um, and then it's popular. The map's different. Right. I know when I started on Outlands. I mean, I, I messaged, you know, Owen and I said, Hey, I appreciate you coming up with this map and this, you know, all these different things. I mean, this is, what we've all wanted it's ultima online too yeah uh, i mean i think for custom content you know i don't think anyone even comes close right i mean no one's seen this you know level of not only customization but a revamp of the skills everything feels to me very well thought out for a different flavor of uo in my opinion yeah, I mean, I'm using hurting to increase the damage. <laughs> you, know, you know, begging gets gets uh, you know ship crew members and and increases their damage. It, it's it's fun, man. I I mean, yeah. that's it's a different game and it's the same game all rolled into one. No, and I'm I'm glad the way you presented it is perfect, man. I love it. I'm gonna leave it at that because that you have exactly hit the nail on the head, in my opinion. Um, okay, so. Now we're on Outlands. Now, how did, and we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to put on our content creation hats. Um, how long have you done, because um, Pwn Star Gaming, for everyone that listening, he, this guy runs, you know, a internationally best, you know, I don't even know how to, you know, what to say, but it's, it's so well known, his channel, his YouTube channel. And this guy's pumping out content like, you know, a well-oiled machine. When when did this all start for you? Your your YouTube kind of career. First of all, thank you for that compliment. That's uh, I'm blushing. You can't see it right now. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it probably let's see, seven eight months ago. I mean, it's pretty recent, I guess. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. my girlfriend had bought some video editing software like a long time ago. Okay. And it just sat there and collected dust. 
Um, you know, I had said, I, I kind of said, maybe I want to start doing some YouTube videos. I was, I was doing a little bit of streaming, but it was for you know, World of Warcraft. And right. I had thought about doing some different videos and stuff. And so, you know, being an awesome girlfriend that she is, she just comes home one day and was like, here, I got this, this video editing software for you. And I was like, oh yeah, heck yeah. And yeah. I really end on using it. And I even tried to use it for work and real life. And, and it just... I mean, it's, it's a big learning curve. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? It <laughs> collected dust for a long time. And then finally, uh, I mean, Trammy surprise. I mean, he, he, I saw his videos and they just had me cracking up and, and rolling. And like, yeah. I remember sending him a message and saying like, Hey man, keep doing what you're doing. And then literally the, the, uh, two days later, or maybe the next day I made my first video. And I watched the tutorial on this video editing software. It's Vegas Pro. Okay. Uh, probably three or four times. It's like a very long, boring video, but I watched it over and over. You know, like I said, three or four times. And then I came home and I uh, from work and I made a made a video. And it is a terrible, terrible editing video, but <laughs> I liked it, I guess. I don't know. And um, I just continued to make more videos. And my goal was. Every time I even said it in my first video, like I want, I want critiques. I want you to, you know, message me and tell me what I could have done better as far as the editing and, you know, yeah. just different things. Yeah. Like that. And my goal was to always improve. And it still is the editing, just learn something new and incorporate it into the video. And it served me well. And I mean, it's cheesy as it sounds, man. Like for me, it's like art and I, yeah. I get like yeah. imaginative, like artistic uh, feeling about myself while I'm doing it. And I mean, it's, it's fun. I love it. I mean, that's all there is to it. You know? Well, and it's, it's, it's super funny because, um, I don't know if you've watched, uh, one video, uh, there's a guy named hello Greedo. He's a big star Wars YouTuber. And you know, he, he reached out to me and we did a little collaboration and then, you know, this guy is like, you know, big time, right? He's got like 200,000 subs on his YouTube. It's crazy. So I ended up talking to him and I'm like, Hey man, how did you like, you know, your, your content creation? And, and we were kind of talking about workflows, uh, similar to like, Hey, you don't use Vegas pro, whatever. Literally he told me, he goes, dude, he goes, I've used the same program from 10 years ago. <laughs> he goes, I've never changed. Right. It's just, he knows how to do that and that's it. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would ever switch. I mean, <laughs> right. there was something that was just like, you can only do it on this and like, it, you know what I yeah. mean? Like I wanted to, but I mean, at this point, it's like, I understand how to use this and I'm, and I'm building on it. And I mean, they're still updating it. And so, you know, I get new things here and there, but, oh yeah, uh, I mean, I, I will probably use this one. I know like Adobe is, you know, the, the premier one and stuff like that, but I will say I have dabbled in, uh, a, a little bit of 2d, 3d animation that I want to eventually start, uh, incorporating in, okay. uh, with a pro. A, a, a program called blender yeah and you know have you know a little tablet with a, a pen on there that you draw on there and you know have a little animation and stuff I, one day that's kind of you know in the far future i want to start doing stuff like that but no yeah and i i mean that that's awesome because i can tell you i am you know 0.1 percent creative uh in terms of my artistic ability um i'm much better like to, for me, the podcast is like just it's stupid simple. You know, there's nothing fancy, and and I can just literally record, and I can like do light editing, and I publish, and that's it. Because 
Man, and and now this is one of the questions I really want to ask too is I want you to explain to people because I've said it before and I and I just have a podcast. I feel like conceptually a podcast is a is it is easier in my mind to produce, to do a light editing and publish than YouTube. Can you kind of walk people through how many, I mean, hours it takes for a video just to give people, you know, just some information? Yeah, I mean, it it's, depends on the video. Um, I have this one video where everything was sent to me. All I had to do was just set the stage for it, do my little beer of the day yeah. uh, when I was on each video and, uh, you know, a, a little conclusion. But the editing portion of it as a whole, it was sent to me from Bifsky and Zara and everybody. It was uh, on Outlands. There's a, a big mean monster called an Omnibus. Okay. And in people killed the omnibus this was uh you know probably i guess six months ago or something um and 10 people killed it and i was tasked with making a cool video from it they sent me everything and now keep in mind i wanted this video to be like the best video of my entire channel right i, I put as much work as i possibly could i wanted it all to be perfect and um i mean that one it took me 22 hours wow. to do that I mean, that was, you know, coming home from work, working on it, coming home from work, working on it. And then, you know, and I told them, I was like, I'll have it done by this day. And I stuck <laughs> my word, yeah. you know, like I got it done. Now, let me fast forward and, and say, if I was to do that again today with the same stuff, I would say I'd get it done in probably eight hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it just, I get better and better each time and faster and faster. I mean, back then I didn't really know. I think they're called keynotes, keylogs. See, I don't even know the name of them, but basically how you like move the screen around and like yeah. zoom in. And yeah. I didn't understand exactly how it worked. And it was just kind of like, honestly, by luck that it looked <laughs> as it did while it was all panning around. And I mean, I'm thankful for it because everybody was like, wow, that was awesome. That was awesome. And, you know, but uh, I, I, I lucked out. <laughs> yeah, no, I like, I really enjoy, you know, people seeing about the behind the scenes because, you know, people will see a, an eight to 10 minute video and think, Oh, you know, geez, I could, I could do that. And it's like, man, most people, you know, and this is streaming included, whatever content creation you're doing. I mean, it so much more goes into it. And, you know, and I think it's very cool that you do UO content because you know, first of all, we're in a niche, you know, on itself with UO. There's, there's, a, there's only a limited audience. And, you know, for you to put the time you do into these videos, I think is just awesome because I, I honestly, on a personal level, I looked into it and I just said, I don't know if I could dump that many hours, you know, into it. Just, that's just me though. Cause I don't know anything about, you know, video creation. My, I my Saturdays are pretty much blocked and you know, sometimes my Sundays and, um, you know, every once in a while I'll try to do a little bit throughout the, the week, but I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, but it, you know, it, it's fun, man. I enjoy it. If I yeah. wasn't doing, it, I'd just be, you know, recalling around killing demons and outlands or on my boat, <laughs> boats, you know, or, or whatever. And I mean, I'll, you know, lately I just kind of, I like to stop and take a break and do a, do a flashpoint while I'm editing or something. And I mean, honestly, I mean, I typically have like a, a couple drinks while i'm doing it and just yeah i'm making yeah. make a fun event out of it yeah and okay so with your content creation what is something that has 
surprised you? I mean, just that people like it. I mean, that's really <laughs> it. You said people um, like it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, it, I mean, I guess it, it's like you said, man. I mean, Ultima is such a niche and like there's, there's, there's not a lot of content creation out there. And so, you know, I think when people, and this isn't to like bash on my own stuff or, or any other content creator or anything like that, but I think like any content people are just like gravitated to like, Oh, that's Ultima stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause they want to see it. They want it. I mean, it, it's just cool stuff. And I mean, uh, so, I mean that, that I'm, I guess I would just say that I'm surprised that it's been welcomed as much. I mean, the ultimate community is, uh, it's funny because, you know, like the, the stuff I was talking about earlier, like scamming people and stuff. I mean, yeah. that's part of, you know what I mean? And like, there's some bloodthirsty, ruthless <laughs> MF or game, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to the community, man, I mean, like they're some of the best people you'll ever meet and like the most supportive. And I mean, how is it that Ultima, you know, 20 year old game will have streamers with hundred plus people on there and you know, I'm, I'm getting tons of views on my YouTube videos. It's just, yeah. they're very, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like super supportive. Well, and I think, yeah, it's a very, I view UO content creation. It's a very small community, but it's a very interactive one. And I think, um, and this is, you know, one of my goals of the podcast was to remove kind of the, the shard affiliation piece and just bring it back to just UO because I think, you know, when I look at the UO landscape, whether it's retail, whether it's, you know, Outlands, hybrid, you know, UO forever, whatever, there are these giant silos that, that, you know, kind of are built. And I think, you know, bringing with everyone on here, it's like when we remove some of those silos, man, we're just, we're in like the, the biggest club (laughs) that we don't even know about, you know, that that's very difficult to describe. Um, and you'll probably find this funny, but this, um, this guy sent me, I didn't even know you could do this on uh, Anchor Podcast, by the way, but he sent me a voice message, right? It was kind of like a voicemail. And I'm fully, by the way, expecting like, this is going to be some troll or you know, <laughs> something going to be uh, outrageous. But I listened to it and it was like a minute long. And the guy was just like, you know, thank you so much for um, you know doing this because, you know, I was searching um, UO on my podcast and I found it and and I think it's to what you said. It, it all it takes is just a few people to say, "Hey, I really enjoy this." To really just fuel, you know, fuel your fire. You know, is that kind of how you've experienced? And a hundred percent. I mean, I remember the very first time someone said, "Like, hey, this is great stuff. Please keep doing it." And you know, I would get messages in Discord, and you know, I mean, there. So this little tunic that I wear in my videos, and the the it's it. I got it off of Etsy, yeah, and I wear. It on spares and you know it's it's a it's a fun thing but i got a message from a guy and he takes a picture of himself and he's wearing that same tunic and he's like like you know i just sent this to my friends we're out on the boat we just watched your uh you know your your (laughs) video and uh we noticed that you are wearing the same tunic and i have this tunic too and he sends me a picture and he's like we really appreciate your videos we've been watching them this whole time and i mean it, it just like it, it does, man. I mean, it, it, like you said, it fuels the fire. It lets yeah. you know you're yeah. doing a good job and that it's appreciative. And it just, I mean, makes you want to do that much more, really. Yeah, because, I mean, I can just tell you, I mean, I'm sure you know, you'll agree, but there's some days where, you know, whether I'm doing content creation or maybe I'm going to stream or whatever, and, and, you know, 
some days I'm just, I'm not, I'm not in it, right? I'm just like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm not feeling it. And all it takes is one email, one message or something to just kind of remind me, hey, you know, people really do enjoy this. And, you know, why not? Because I feel like, this is my opinion, you know, yourself, me, you know, everyone who's doing content creation, we are contributing to the UO legacy for years to come where people will look back at this, right? And say, well, and even in modern times, you know, there was a pandemic and there was a select few people that pumped out more UO content <laughs> in a year period, right? Than we've seen in, in the last decade, you know? Yeah, that that's, you know, that uh, definitely brought out the creative side in me. I mean, I, I didn't have to stay home a whole bunch, but I did have to stay home. Uh, you know, I got more, we'll call it vacation time than right. I've ever in my life. And um, <laughs> it definitely helped, man. And, uh, and something yeah. kind of interesting, you brought up kind of like you wearing the tunic and, and that kind of thing. Um, so my my profile picture, and I changed it on Twitter and Discord. Um, so I'm going to give you the backstory because it's kind of cool. You'll, you'll probably appreciate it since, you know, you obviously wear way cooler clothes than me. Um, but when I was, uh, when I was in Iceland with my family, we went to this guy and he did like, you know, kind of Viking ish style pictures. Right. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, that seems really cool. We set it up, we get there and literally this guy doesn't just like do the pictures. He's in like some, I don't know, pseudo guild, uh, you know, association of like Vikings and, Everything that I wore in these pictures, they literally made by hand. And like when I tell you wearing all the stuff I was wearing with an actual sword, I mean, yeah, you better be like six, eight, you know, 300 pounds shredded because <laughs> it's very heavy. <laughs> so like I had said, I go to a bunch of Renaissance fairs and I'll tell you, man, it is, I mean, that's, that is the highlight of my year. I'm not yeah. joking, man. I go to one in Texas out there in uh, Waxahachie by Dallas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going to that since, I mean, since I was a little kid, once again, my dad took me there. And then I've made a goal to go there every year since. And I get dressed up. And if somebody's going with me, I invite a bunch of people. And usually no one goes with me. Yeah. But they all, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And then they don't. They forget. But <laughs> Like, look, if you're going to go with me, you have to be dressed up and you're going to get in character and that's all there is to it. And they right. usually just right. like flake out. But I mean, going to those, like there's, there's huts. I mean, sure. I know people have been to them, but there's huts and people are in there selling leather bracers or leather this, or, or like you said, like swords that yeah. there is a smith with a forge and like they're selling them as they're making them. And they, you know, obviously they come with stuff that's pre-made, right. but I, I the tunic it's funny i mean i did i got that off of etsy but i mean i my entire outfit when i go to these things is typically bought from the fair and i understand it costs more and i don't care because i'm supporting that right. you know that right. culture i guess and it also i can buy it in character and it just it's so much fun man it just that's that's my stuff right there you know what i mean like it's so yeah. much fun I think that one is called the Scarborough Renaissance yep. Fair, right? Yeah, that's it, man. SRfestival.com. So we're, <laughs> so we're going to have to do this, you know, whenever we're released from our houses here, right? <laughs> um, we'll have to definitely set something up. Now, I, I cannot guarantee I'm going to be in a tunic, but, you know, I definitely 
will be in, you know, full headband, outrageous glasses, something. I, I will definitely want to stick out for sure. No doubt in my mind. Character to me, man. As long as your mustache. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I really. Um, if, if it's open, you know what I mean? Like if this stuff's like you're saying, you know, if, if it's behind us at some point, yeah. I will be in April, man. I mean, it, I go there pretty much opening week. That's all. Yeah, I used to go uh, and, and sorry to sidetrack this, but and, and when I lived in Florida, there was a big one. Um, I forgot what it was called in Florida, but it was in South Florida, and we used to go. Yeah, every year uh, with my, my girlfriend at the time, now now my wife, but we would go and we loved it, man. Like seeing the jousting, seeing all like it was just we totally were enamored with you know everything, and I think. I probably as pretty as of UO back in the day, right? Like actually seeing a real katana in real life, you know, you're like, holy crap, like th this is real. Like, and then you start, it, it's so funny and you've probably had this realization, but when I was younger, like, like I go to a Renaissance fair and I know like 99% of the items because of UO. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm so into this genre, whether it's, you know, spells and knights and Vikings, obviously. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, I used to say, I wish I lived back then, but now that I'm older and I understand how terrible it actually was without electricity <laughs> and working plumbing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, that whole genre is just beautiful to me. Um, when it comes to an artistic perspective, I guess we'll say. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. No, I, I definitely, I enjoy it. So, okay. So we're going to get back on the rails here. Um, so, okay. So we went over kind of your YouTube what, you know, for you, what is 2021 going to bring to your YouTube? What is kind of, I know you've talked about some of the animation stuff. Is there any content that you're looking to really target or is there anything exciting coming up? Just more Ultima videos. I mean, I, I have branched out into uh, World of Warcraft videos and I mean, they're, they're fun, but I mean, hopefully none of the World of Warcraft fans take this, uh, <laughs> take this <laughs> it's definitely not as I don't have as much passion on it as I do the Ultima side to it. You know what right. I mean? Like, um, but I mean, it's, it's still there and it's a, a lot of fun for me, but I mean, as far as 2021 comes, I mean, just, I just want to bring Ultima to light to more people. I mean, when yeah. I get a message from someone saying like, wow, I had no idea Ultima was still around, you know, like how can I get started? And I mean, you, you get this, I mean, yeah. you, you straight, and, and you get those messages all the time as well and like that right there it's like it's like when you're playing a video game and the screen you know says mission accomplished i mean that's exactly <laughs> yeah. how it and so really 2021 man i just want i want to crowd outlands and ultima in general but outlands so much that owen has to finally make a bigger map and more dungeons yes <laughs> right yeah and and it's funny i had a guy he, this was like months ago. He's an 18 wheeler, right? Truck driver. And he messages me, or I think he emailed me and he was like, Hey man, we need to get more content. He goes, I, I binged like all 10 back then. There was only 10 or whatever. He's like, I listened to all of them today, all 10 on the road. You know, I need more content. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so I worked, uh, I worked corrections for a little bit, man. It was not a fun job. Worst yeah. job ever. But, uh, I mean, I, I know how he feels on, you know, I mean, driving, you're, you're driving a lot and, you know, in corrections, it was sitting a lot. And so, I mean, <laughs> I listened to a lot of podcasts and, uh, 
know, even to this day would for work, I, I do, I'll drive across up to Kansas every once in a while and up to Tulsa. I live in Oklahoma city. Okay. I'll go to Kansas once a week and I'll go to Tulsa about once a week. And so, you know, that's quite a bit of driving. I'd probably save do 10, 15 hours of driving a week right. uh, for my week. And I mean, you know, podcasts are a wonderful thing. I can kind of agree with him as I, you know, binged your, your podcast on the road. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. And thank you for uh, listening. I definitely appreciate that. Um, what do you think um, the future holds for like UO in general? You know, not just Outland specifically, but in UO, because we have, you know, just, just to recap, we have new legacy on the horizon. I don't know if it's a 2021 goal, but that's kind of coming, you know, obviously all these free shards have content coming. What do you kind of think is, is, you know, coming down the pipeline here? I see a lot of people playing Ultima, man. I mean, I think people are starting to realize, and I mean, take Cyberpunk, for example. Cyberpunk was a beautiful game um, with a bunch of bugs, but it was a <laughs> very game. And it, the gameplay, I mean, I'm not going to say it's bad, but people are starting to kind of catch on that maybe it's not all about the graphics and it's more about the gameplay. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, I think also, you know, this year with people staying home around the world, Content creation is at an all-time high. Um, I mean, there's streaming is so popular. And also, you know, in smaller communities like Ultima, the, the community is more supportive. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if I was to, you know, get back into streaming and like, you know, stream on Ultima, I mean, let's take, let's take the YouTube channel completely out of the picture and start uh, streaming on Ultima. I'd get a lot more viewers quicker and they'd be more supportive and they'd have that connection. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if I get on Warcraft, man, I mean, hopefully by the grace of God, I get five viewers. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just so like saturated. And so, but with that, there is more content creation for the ultimate community. There's more people coming back to it. You know, it, we're getting some marketing from a larger company, you know, Ultima Broadsword, I guess, is yeah. who owns it. And and so that's going to get Ultima's name out. So I guess I would say that more people playing, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, I, I 100% uh, agree with that. Um, and now here's kind of some, you know, these are very fun questions. Uh, at least I think so. Um, if, it, because, and I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, all these episodes I do, even talking to Lord British and some of these high ranking, you know, folks I talk to, um, the, the attitudes that I get from some of the player base is there's always a, perhaps a thought that, you know, they, they could do it better. Right. So, and this leads to the question of, okay, you know, you're in charge of UO and I'm not going to really specifically say a private shard, a retail, it could be anything. Right. And someone gives you that blank check, you know, what would Pwnstar gaming do with it? Like, you know, what, what would be your vision if, if money was no object? Really cool marketing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, get the get the name back out there. Um, are you just talking like a, from a, a in game content perspective? Man, it could be the, anything. This is a fun question. You can go wherever you want with it. Yeah, there's no wrong yeah. answer. I mean, I I would say more marketing and then just hire. I mean, twenty other Luthiuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he's a a god of uh, you know coding and and, and programming and Ultima stuff, but. I mean, I really like the, uh, you know, like 
on Outlands, they have the flashpoints and right. town struggles. I love that stuff, man. And I know in forever and probably hybrid, I don't know, but they had like capture the flag and, and I would love to be playing that. So, yes. You know, and just more dungeons and maps. Content, <laughs> content, content, man. I hear it. Yeah. I mean, that that's, and I think really with a game as old as this is, even and I th- and I think you'd maybe agree. I th- I find it super fascinating, even with Outlands being, uh, you know, it's UO in a sense, but it- it's really brand new, right? Skills are different, map is different. Even with all of that said, because I think Outlands is what two two years old at this point. Is it two? Something like that. Yeah, it was like October. Yeah, yeah. They just did their second birthday. I did a video on it, so it's like yeah, two and a half years. Right. So and in two and a half years. The, the dungeons are maxed. People have blew through content, you know, and, and they are, and I'm not saying they're not releasing content, but it is amazing at the rate of which players will churn through content. It, it's like a, I don't even know if you can ever win that battle. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there was 1800 on, he, it seems like on Sunday he's been posting, you know, like he'll, he'll log into the game and it says, welcome Owen. There is currently this many people online. There was just under 1800 people on today wow. at like one o'clock. I mean, that's, that's insane. insane. And I mean, yeah, I, and it, I've had this talk about, I mean, this game, other games, just all of it in general, like the information is at our fingertips nowadays. And so I mean, what a game that would, you know, maybe take me or you like, you know, two, three months, just a single player game that would take right. us like two or three months to just go through, play it from start to finish because of the Internet and, you know, YouTube and just different Internet web pages and, and Discord because of communication. Uh, you can just plunge through content so much faster because you can min max every little bit of it. And, right. you know, like. So, yeah, I mean, it, it goes through so fast. Oh, I know. I mean, there, there's no, you know, and, and even even more so with like UO Forever Hybrid, the, the original maps, you know, I almost feel they have a, a bigger burden of, okay, it's the same for 20 years. You know, you got to really incentivize people to play and go through content. I mean, I, I am glad that is not my battle to fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, and here's another fun one. Now, this can be, you know, in current Outlands, this could be back in the day, whatever. But do you have like a funny instance where, you know, you saw someone either, you know, getting trolled or maybe they perhaps got some epic revenge? Do you have anything like that to share that's kind of funny? Uh, I mean, I can tell you another bad, bad Bone Star story. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we, uh, I mean, we would do the typical, like, you know, guild whoever we could and then just kill them and loot what, what, whatever it is that they <laughs> yeah. had on. I mean, just terrible, right? Right. But we we would do that, and then, this is so bad, man, um, we would rob people's banks. And the way we did that was we would guild them, we'd kill them, and they'd ask for their stuff back, and, and we'd say, all right, we'll give you your stuff back, but we're going to play a game. And they'd say, what game? And we'd uh-huh. say, trust and they'd say okay and we'd we'd gate to the bank and we would say you know put everything you know open your bank and put everything in the bank uh in a trade window and they would say okay and they would do it and you know sometimes it would take a little bit more convincing and sometimes they'd say screw off yeah you know what i mean but and they'd start putting all this stuff in the trade window 
Next thing you know, Vassort Flam Corpor, and they're dead, and we just robbed their bank. Oh, so, man. I mean, I feel so bad even saying that. <laughs> so, like, maybe, you know, these videos where I'm helping people nowadays, and, like, people message me, and I'm like, yeah, I'll be right there. I'll help you out. Right. It's like redemption. I'm, like, finding that redemption to save myself or something, you know? Like, Well, but, I mean, clearly you haven't, you know, heard. I don't know if you've heard of Savage Bunny's podcast, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are a ton of stories like that, you know, out there. I mean, that it, I remember joining, this was back in, I played Sonoma and I remember joining guilds and I would just wait like, I don't know, maybe a week. Right. And then I would just go after whoever was AFK, whoever had the nicest armor out, kill them because they're green to me and just start looting them, you know, dry yep. because there was, I mean, you remember even on a small shore like Sonoma, but Dude, there were hundreds of guilds, you know? So before you got found out, you could make a decent little living. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you you could you could do some stuff and you wouldn't be notorious, uh, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, okay, so we're wrapping up here. Um, you know, is there anything that you want to tell, you know, my listeners or, or anything that the community at large, is there, is there any kind of closing thoughts that you, you know, you want to say? Just that if you're thinking about making content, do it. Um, if you, uh, you know, love the game and you're, you're like me and you, you want this game to be around when you're retired, like we got, let's get the word out there. You yeah. know what I, mean? Like, I mean, whether you're sharing my videos or your podcasts or, you know, following your favorite streamer on Twitch, I mean, the, I think the biggest thing is support. And if you've got any, you know, thought of wanting to do it, then do it and support anybody around you. I mean, that's, that's, that's my biggest thing, man. I just want to be able to play Ultima in some way, shape or form, you know, when I'm retired, whether yeah. it's on outlands and, you know, somehow they were around for 20 years, like hybrid <laughs> yeah, or um, whether it's on hybrid or even the real servers, I don't care. I just want to be playing Ultima. So. No, and, and I think that's that's perfect, you know, what you said, because I, I tell people all the time to, you know, if you have an itch to create any sort of Yo content, just do it. You know, I mean, because it's going to be very difficult. I don't, I don't care unless you're, you know, a professional video editor, right? It's going to be difficult. There's going to be issues, but the end result is you're going to experience a lot of support from people that you don't even know yet. And it, it's definitely, you know, worth it for sure. Um, but uh, sincerely, Pwnstar Gaming, thank you very much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was, it was a blast for sure. Yeah, uh, no worries, man. All right.